from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. At the microphone for February 26, 2017 in the National WIA News Service, I'm Graham VK4BB. Amateur Radio New South Wales will be commencing the 2017 series of upgrade courses at the VK2WI Dural site from Monday, March 6. The evening course continues each Monday evening until November, a great way, particularly if you're in the VK2 around the Sydney area. Inquiries and bookings by email to education at arnsw.org.au. In VK3, all is ready for the Lake Bogger Flying Boat 75th Anniversary. The commemorative call sign VI3FB75 will be active on March 17 and 19 at the Lake Bogger Catalina Communications Bunker in northwest Victoria. Thomas VK3EO of Swan Hill and Noel VK3FI from Mildura, both members of the Sunraysia Group, will supervise the VI3FB75 operation to mark this 75th anniversary of Lake Bogger. It was the RAAF secret number one flying boat repair depot during World War II. The underground communications bunker is set up with some original equipment. AR7s, a telephone switchboard, power supply, photographs of it in operation, together with wartime uniform models. Make a note now and work VI3FB75 on the Friday, Saturday and Sunday, March 17 to 19. And great success was held last weekend with the VI8BOD commemorative call sign. It certainly was a hive of activity and interest last weekend when Darwin respectively remembered the bombings of their city 75 years ago. Mainstream TV carried reports right across the nation. The VI8BOD station made several hundreds of contacts and it is being put to air until March 18 by Darwin Amateur Radio Club members at various locations, mainly in the evenings, on phone and CW. WIA Board Talk and a reminder, financial WIA members are due to receive a pack of information about the WIA election of the seven-member WIA Board of Directors. This will be either as an insert in AR Magazine or, if you don't get that publication as part of your membership, it's been sent via Australia Post. The WIA website fact sheets on topics of interests and discussions. Factual information provided by the WIA Board in response to the membership asking the WIA reply to several claims and allegations. The latest gives a summary of some of the work carried out in 2016. If you want to know what's happening, read the fact sheets on wia.org.au, our WIA website. This is WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, with a reminder about the Volunteer Charter. If you wish to provide your views on the draft of the proposed Volunteer Charter, the deadline is this coming Tuesday, the 28th of February. Development of a charter for WIA volunteers was agreed and announced by the Board in 2016. Work on the draft continued during last year based on principles defined by the community-based non-government organisation Volunteering Australia. The functions and operations of the WIA are largely provided or supported by volunteers acting in a wide variety of roles. Producing this broadcast, for example. Publishing Amateur Radio magazine, for another example. Managing contests, the QSL bureaus, and a thousand and one other things. 
The purpose of the Volunteer Charter is to set out what volunteers can expect of the WIA in taking on a role in the organisation and what the WIA expects of them. The Board reviewed the draft Volunteer Charter in October last year, which was then circulated to WIA committee volunteers in November for their feedback. Now revised following feedback from community volunteers, the new draft Volunteer Charter was released in January to the Amateur Radio community at large for comment. You can send your feedback via the online WIA consultation form, which is available on the website. From the home page, select the WIA information drop-down menu. At the top, the fifth link down is the WIA consultation form. There was a link on that page to where you can download the current draft of the proposed charter. Please share your views on it. In signing off, I am reminded of the words from a popular song of years past. Together we'll stand, divided we'll fall. Come on now people, let's get on the ball and work together. Advocacy, education, support, that's what we do. This is WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. Good morning. This is Grant, VK5GR, on behalf of the WIA AGM Convention Organising Committee. The countdown continues for the big event here in Harndorf, South Australia. The weekend of May 19th to 21st promises to be jam-packed with events to interest radio amateurs from a wide and diverse interest group. One of the main themes of the event will be Advancing Amateur Radio, we hope to showcase many things that light the spark of imagination in this fascinating hobby. Speakers from many diverse fields will give you insights into their specialty areas during the Saturday afternoon program. Then on Sunday afternoon, you'll have an opportunity to get up close and personal with any of the areas that particularly interested you. One of the guest speakers that will be uh, along at the event is Steve, VK5 Sierra Fox Alpha. He will introduce you to the work he and his friends have been doing on transmitting magnetic loop antennas. Over to Steve to tell me more about it. With the downward trend of the current solar cycle, more and more focus will be on the lower HF bands when looking for DX. Now, as we all know, when it comes to DXing, the performance of the station antenna is paramount. Living in suburbia presents its own challenges when it comes to erecting an efficient antenna with a low angle of radiation especially for the 160, 80 and 75 metre amateur bands. Like most amateurs, I live in suburbia and got around these space limitations by designing and installing a double-turn magnetic loop antenna for the low bands. In May, I will be presenting a segment on compact magnetic loop antennas for HF at the upcoming WIA Annual General Meeting being held in Harndorf in South Australia. The presentation will include a short discussion on construction, installation, performance, and most importantly results, and how to automatically control a magnetic loop antenna using a Raspberry Pi. A working 60, 40 and 30 metre amateur band scale model of the antenna will be on display for you to inspect and try out. So come along and enjoy the information exchange, and most importantly, have fun. Hope to see you there. 73 from me, Steve, VK5SFA. So if you're considering coming along, please remember to register via the WIA website for the Saturday afternoon lunch and showcase event. Registrations for the afternoon activities on Sunday is not required. However, if you're planning on staying for the Sunday barbecue, please also register for that event so that catering can be duly arranged. Sunday's evening barbecue is being hosted by the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society. 
Looking forward to seeing everyone in South Australia for this year's AGM. 73 from Grant VK5 Golf Romeo for the WIA Convention Organising Committee. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Discussion point, and I'm Graham, VK4BB, editor of this, the WIA National News Service. Long before the now-concluded series by Ono we ran called What Use is an F-Call, QNews in VK4 had the series That's What I Think, How About You, running weekly, and still running, in QNews, the VK4 area news service. This week, we pick up another twit hay from the Sunshine State. Hello, I'm Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, and I've been thinking... Shortly, Amateur Radio magazine will arrive for some, and a letter will arrive for the other Wireless Institute members. Both will contain the necessary pieces to vote in the forthcoming ballot for the board of the WIA. It is hard to judge how the majority of members feel about the election just from reading posts on social media. However, there seems to be a sharp division between those who believe that the hobby needs a strong advocate and coordinating body, and those who regard the whole process as being the domain of the old people who have brought about the end of amateur radio days. The distinction is between the politics and operating as they see it. Whether we like it or not, the structure that we have actually requires a body to advise the ACMA, a liaison body between you, the operator, and the regulator, the ACMA, and the government. If the circumstance equates with politics, then that is what we have. And if you don't understand this, it just means your education in amateur radio is not yet complete. If, on the other hand, you are just disinterested, you should at least admit that those who do show an interest in this part of the hobby have the right to promote discussion and try and convince as many members to join and take part in the workings of the WIA. You see, it may be the radio and the fancy antenna that gets the credit for successful contacts, but without a power supply it is useless. Amateur radio is part of a system of licensed spectrum usage, and without participation with the regulator, all amateurs lose out. When you receive your ballot papers, please read the instructions and submit your vote. I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I believe. How about you? And another guy that's been doing a bit of thinking is Angelo, DW1ZDK, who recently returned to the air, and he reflects on what he's observed as the interesting parallels between social media and ham radio. PARA, the Philippines Amateur Radio Association, on its website, has published his article, which says both mediums require determining the signal from the noise, and that the latter can be adequately filtered out. DW1ZDK Angelo says if there's one bad effect of social media's mainstreaming is that it also reflects the negative aspects of human nature. For every decent user on social networks, there are probably dozens out there who have nothing better to do with their time than intentionally ruin everybody else's day through trolling. The parallel in our ham radio world would be jammers or QRMers who seemingly delight in disrupting communications that can become close to impossible. No doubt, as with the recent USA presidential elections, you'll see a spate of fictitious items about results of the WIA board election no matter what the outcome. And no doubt lots of postings by folk who 
unwilling to volunteer their services, are all too quick to hit the airwaves and social media with their unwanted take on things. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, WIA's local news service in VK7, VK3 Papa Charlie and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. The South African Bureau of Standards meeting recently held in Pretoria has accepted the South African Radio League proposal to study increases in RF noise floor. Hans Zulu Sierra 6 Alpha Kilo Victor and Leon Zulu Sierra 6 Lima Mike Golf represented the league. The strategic business plan will be updated to include the league proposal and TC73 Workgroup 6 will be tasked to study the problem. The league is planning a roundtable discussion at the National Amateur Radio Centre. Did you know that QRZ.com has the world's largest collection of amateur radio-related images? Sure, as a regular user of QRZ, you've no doubt noticed the site has always had some great images, but never before have they been put together as a collection in their own right. The release of QRZ's exclusive amateur radio image gallery, which they call the Picture Safari or Pic Safari for short. The reason it's a safari is because browsing through the collection will certainly take you to places you've never been before, seeing things you've never imagined were there. The entire collection is keyword searchable and QRZ.com are asking for your help in adding keywords known as tags to the collection. Once a tag has been added, the image becomes searchable by that tag. There's even a voting system whereby if you've noticed that someone has mistagged an item, you can vote it down and or add your own improved tag. SpaceX launch ham radio transceiver to ISS. The CRS-10 mission carrying vital amateur radio equipment to the International Space Station launched on a SpaceX Falcon 9 last Sunday, February 19. Frank Bauer, Kilo Alpha 3 Hotel Delta Oscar, Aris International Chair and AMSET North America Vice President for Human Spaceflight Programs said, included as a part of today's successful launch of the SpaceX Dragon vehicle to ISS, is an Aris Ericsson 2-metre VHF radio. This radio will replace the Ericsson radio that failed a few months ago. And still in space, an information resource on the amateur and amateur satellite services used particularly by those engaged in frequency sharing studies has been released by the ITU. An ITU recommendation was recently updated by an ITU working group chaired by our very own Dale Hughes, VK1 Delta Sierra Hotel. It contains many tables of parameters covering all amateur bands and many transmission modes as well as some explanatory text. Dale, VK1DSH, said, This document is required for sharing and compatibility studies that might be needed as part of World Radio Communications Conference agenda items, giving the most up-to-date information relevant to typical amateur activities. The document is part of a set of ITUR reports and recommendations that covers the amateur and amateur satellite services, including operator qualifications, technical studies, transmission characteristics and emergency operations, etc. ARIS volunteers support evacuation, shelters in wake of Oroville, California dam crisis. Sacramento Valley ARIS Section Emergency Coordinator Greg Krukowit, Kilo Golf 6 Sierra Juliet Tango reported last week that amateur radio emergency service ARIS volunteers actively supported communication for the evacuation and sheltering of nearly 200,000 people living below the damaged Oroville Dam in rural California. The dam on the Feather River east of Oroville is the tallest in the U.S. 
following a period of heavy rain, a section of the earth-filled embankment dam spillway eroded and the authorities ordered residents living below the dam to evacuate in case the dam should fail. All ARIS groups in the section were on standby if help was needed. However, the dam held and repair work is underway. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News hits contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2017, January 1, December 31, the Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. RSGB 80th Commonwealth Contest, 11 and 12 March for 24 hours from 10 hours GMT. The challenge of contesting has endured from the earliest days of radio communication and is part of modern amateur radio activities that are now very diverse. The Commonwealth Contest celebrates its 80th and is a CW-only affair run by the Radio Society of Great Britain, the RSGB. Proudly taking part on behalf of the IAA member radio society, the WIA is headquarters station VK4KW. It will be run by Phil VK4BAA and Trent VK4TS with contact VK4KW eligible for special multiplier points. The RSGB will also have three draws with mementos as prizes for the lucky Commonwealth Country entrance. The 80th Commonwealth Contest will be March 11 and 12. Ham Radio on the Ferries, 12th of March. Waverley Amateur Radio Society across in Sydney organises this unique contest which aims to bring amateurs together on Sydney's world-famous harbour and its historic ferry service. The object is to make as many contacts as possible from the ferries or any of the system's 36 wharves. Operation is restricted to VHF and UHF bands, any mode, simplex or through a repeater using handheld transceivers. Home or mobile operators can also take part by contacting amateurs riding the ferries or by activating wharves. WIA's John Moore Memorial Field Day, 18th, 19th March 2017. WIA's Harry Angel Memorial 80 metre sprint Saturday May the 6th, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. May 13 to 15, Mills on the Air. Amateur radio event features in Heritage Festival. More than 200 registered events are in the Australian Heritage Festival and one National Trust promotion of it is the historic Anderson Mill in Smeaton in central Victoria. The Central Goldfields Group VK3BI will be active from Anderson's Mill in May using HF, IRLP on 2 metres and Echo Link 70 centimetres. DXing we go. VI3FB75. Graham VK4BB mentioned this at the top of today's news. And again it's active March 17, 18 and 19 at the late Boga Catalina Communications Bunker in northwest Victoria. It marks the 75th anniversary of Lake Boga flying boat base during World War II. VI50ER To mark the 50th year milestone of the EMDRC Club in March, it's on air. VI50ER Also serves as a reminder of the EMDRC Hamfest Sunday, March 26, at the Great Rory Primary School in Heathmont. VI100TRF Rotarians of amateur radio, RAW, in Australia have hit the HF bands for three months from late February to May with the special event call sign VI100TRF. This to highlight the Rotary's Foundation's work over the past 100 years. VI4 Alara July 1 to September 30 to gain recognition for the Alara meet in Cairns, VK4, from September the 8th to the 12th. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service.
on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Amateur Radio Magazine Contents Review. The WIA Election Information Pack and Ballot Paper are inserted in the magazine for March. Financial WIA members who do not get the individual magazine paper copy will receive the same election information through Australia Post. On the cover is Mark VK3OHM at the Port Hicks Lighthouse in East Gippsland. A story on portable activity is in the Amateur Radio Victoria Notes column. WIA President Phil Waite, VK2ASD, comments on the 2016 accounts that has now been sent for a financial audit. The magazine also has details on the WIA AGM at Handoff in May and the Weekend Events Program. Well worth a read and very interesting. An article, Assessment on Licensing Matters, by Fred VK3DAC, reports on the WIA exam service performance since 2006. Among other contents are the Technical Advisory Committee proposal for HF band digital segments, the Spring VHF UHF Field Day results, and the contester of the month is Lee VK3GK. Technical articles are the Pixie QRP transceiver, a speech synthesizer, and an SDA display control surface review. Amateur Radio Magazine is a WIA membership service. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor, and you're listening to VK1 WIA. Are you interested in activity on the latest 630 metre handband? Steph, VK5ZBS, has commenced relaying the WIA national and local Sunday morning broadcast at 9am local time here in Adelaide, South Australia, on 476kHz lower sideband. You heard correctly, 476 kilohertz lower sideband. Although the transmit PA is in the order of 9 watts output to only a 9 metre high wire antenna, which is greatly inefficient on this band, signal should be easily heard in the metropolitan area. So why not give it a go? If you want to see if your radio can hear on this band using this mode, or if you want to tune up gear to receive on this band, then this will provide you with a good local signal of suitable duration. Of course, if you are licensed and have gear ready for transmitting, we welcome callbacks after the relay has finished. Any feedback, signal reports or questions can be addressed to Steph VK5ZVS via email at vk5zvs at wia.org.au. I say again, comments are welcome and can be sent to vk5zvs at wia.org.au. .au. 73 from Steph, VK5ZVS. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ARDF. It's Tony for Radio Direction Finding Fun in Townsville. If you're in the vicinity of the Townsville region on Saturday, June the 17th from 1pm and want to get involved in a fox hunt or radio socialise in a nice part of Townsville, then who do you call? Tony, VK4TJS, of course. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, where every pixel tells a story. Video. The Space Launch Systems video series, No Small Steps. The challenge of going to Mars is monumental, and it's going to take a monumental rocket to make it possible. NASA's Space Launch Systems will be the most powerful rocket ever built, and will help send humans to deep space destinations. 
SLS is an advanced heavy lift launch vehicle that will provide an entirely new capability for science and human exploration beyond the Earth's orbit. Learn more about the Space Launch System with No Small Steps video series. Hosted by Stephen Grenard, the entertaining and informative series on to how of making a trip to Mars happen, taking rocket science and making it relatable. Read the links in this week's text edition of the news broadcast. Excellent video from the ISS. Recent use of ham TV on the International Space Station in Europe has taken this popular educational activity to a new level. The college, André Mulray in France, asked Aris Europe for ham TV support for its scheduled contact with European Space Agency astronaut Thomas Pesquet, KG5FYG. The contact lasted about 10 minutes on Monday the 13th of February and also involved a series of five amateur radio ground stations in Europe equipped with the ham TV receive capability. These were linked together forming a chain for the video from the ISS. It had a downlink signal on 2395 MHz and was streamed live on the British Amateur TV Club server seamlessly using multi-viewer technology which selects the strongest signal. The video from space in real time was excellent, with Thomas at first testing and seen checking that the antenna was correctly connected to a handheld UHF transceiver and the correct frequency was set, and then wearing a headset The astronaut answered 19 questions in the French language, watched in awe by the students and audience of 190 students and guests. Ham TV from the ISS has certainly added a new dimension to talking to the crew on the International Space Station. It's just another part of our diverse hobby and an exciting opportunity to inspire the minds of students to hopefully generate a greater awareness of our unique hobby. With two stations already in Australia being ham TV equipped, ground stations Shane, VK4KHZ and Martin, VK6MJ, hopefully video from the ISS via ham TV is a possibility for an Australian school. Worldwide Special Interest Group's CW. In the latest edition of Fists Down Under, Steve, VK7CW, what a better call sign than that for a CW operator, while Steve shows how he uses brass steer gauges to slow down his bugs. If you are an automatic bug key user, you might be interested in his cheap and easy way to slow down or tame that bug. A quick search for steer gauges on the internet will yield 19mm brass steer gauges, a two-pack for usually around 698. They should fit the reed in most bugs, whether they're round or flat due to the wide adjustment. They fit just the left-handed 90-degree Visbug round reed and his flat Vibroplex Champion. To slow down the bug in a hurry, it takes only a couple of seconds to slip the stair gauge onto the reed next to the existing weight. On this brass Visbug, it looks like a natural part of the key. This solution is a lot cheaper than using any of the commercial bug tamers available from overseas. Please have a look at Steve's QRZ page as he has some beautiful keys, paddles and bugs on display. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Youth in Space. Expect more from Amity Youth Space Program. In announcing the end of a successful mission, the students who built the Amateur Radio FM transponder satellite BY70-1 say we hope more Amity Youth Space Programs will be brought to you in the near future. 
The 2U CubeSat BY70-1 was built by students from the Beijing Bay High School and launched on December 28, 2016. On February 17, 2017, as the satellite was about to burn up on its re-entry into the Earth's atmosphere, the students were asked... For amateurs who completed two-way QSOs, the repeater on board received effective satellite telemetry or obtained satellite camera photographs, we would like to invite you to send connection data packages, that's the audio or video evidence, satellite telemetry data or photos received to email address 6015 at Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert. VK3DN reporting from Melbourne. Rewind, a look back on our history. Alan Bloomline, inventor of stereo recording to be awarded posthumous Grammy Award. Alan Bloomline, who is acknowledged as the inventor of binaural and stereo recording, is to be awarded a posthumous Grammy Award for technical merit by the Recording Academy later this year. A prolific inventor and engineer, he was born in 1903, died 7th of June 1942, and was an English electronics engineer notable for his many inventions in telecommunications, sound recording, stereophonic sound, television and radar, but is probably best known as the inventor of stereo recording. Although his life was cut short, he received 128 patents and was considered as one of the most significant engineers and inventors of his time. He died during World War II, during the secret trial of an H-2S airborne radar system then under development, when all on board the Halifax bomber he was flying in were killed when it crashed in Herefordshire. Television too, not just sound. Bloomline was also largely responsible for the development of the waveform structure used in the 405-line Marconi EMI system, which became the UK's BBC television service at Alexandra Palace, becoming the world's first scheduled high-definition, 240 lines or better, television service. We can't help wondering what Alan Bloomline would have gone on to invent and develop if his life hadn't been cut short by the plane crash in 1942 when he was just 39. Thank you to the Recording Academy for acknowledging the contribution Alan Bloomline made to sound recording with this special merit technical Grammy. And thanks to Jules Retro for alerting WIA News to this award. Those listeners, particularly in VK7, may recall the name Jules Retro, a long-time king of the ABC airwaves in Tassie. Jules used the link in our text edition to see very ancient film of the first recorded test of coincident microphone pair recording. On the social scene, this weekend, of course, February 26th, the big one in Wyong, the Central Coast Field Day. March 19 in VK7, it's Meet the Voice Barbecue, 11.30am at Ross. March 26 in VK3, EMDRC's Hamfest, the Great Ryrie Primary School at Heathmont. Now, until next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.